look, it's okay for you guys to be mad at us. We get it. Normally, we tell you when we decide to influence the culture of a less evolved planet so you can prepare for the time without us. We didn't do that this time, and you weren't ready, leading to many, many poor decisions. Like, I don't know who told you that a mullet and fedora combo was a good idea, but we gotta fix that sooner rather than later. Thankfully, we're back now. And not only that, but a new year has started. Maybe it'll be better than the last one, but it never is. Either way, we'll be here. Not only to be the positive male role model you've needed since your dad's quest for milk took him off-world, but to give you all the out-of-date news you could possibly want. Welcome back to My Parents' Basement, the only show that actually saw your dad on that last planet we went to, by the way. He still hasn't found that milk yet, but believe you me, he's trying. I'm Sam. I'm Griffin. We're back. We're fucking back. Happy New Year. Happy Happy 2023. We're back and we can start the episode after three failed attempts at that intro. None failed attempts, as far as people know. Yep. No. Th- yeah. What are you talking about? That was the first attempt. Nobody else has to hear anything saying, else. And you, and you knocked it out of the fucking park. Yep. Anyone who says otherwise is a liar. Anyone who watched the stream before this is a fucking liar, and they know they are. They're a liar and a scoundrel. That's all I can say. Yep. So normally I would say or forget to say time codes in the description, but this week is a little bit different. There will be time codes but they will be to the different categories we'll be talking about because now that 2022 is over, we thought it would be best to go back and look at the best and worst of everything that we've seen or played or talked about. And boy, do we have some great categories on here. I'm very excited for some of these. Our our final category is going to be incredible. Yeah, I'm very excited. And if you are watching this live on Twitch right now, twitch.tv slash justanothersam17, You can talk to us in the comments. We do read the chat, and we do try to talk with you guys as much as humanly possible. So, come on. Watch it live. Don't be shy. You bitch. (laughs) Uh, alright. What should we start with? Um, should we start with worst or best? Actually, why don't we start with trying to remember things that apparently happened this year. Yeah, okay, yeah, this is this category is the wait, that was this year category. And yeah, Rhea agrees with me, this was the first attempt. That was the first attempt at the intro. So this category is basically for everything that we kind of thought happened last year or didn't happen yet. So like... But apparently it came out and no one knew. No one knew, no one really talked about it, or if they did talk about it, it went away almost immediately. Yeah. So, so like, Hotel Transylvania 4 came out this year, which I didn't know was a thing. I, I didn't know that was a thing until you saying that just now. Like, just now? Yeah. Tiny Tina's Wonderland came out, which I was convinced was going to come out next year. I, I actually do remember that coming out, and I remember seeing, like, streamers play it for, like, a, like I was going to say a week, but probably not even a week, probably like two days, and then they... Is completely gone. Yeah. And, like, it had, like, a big cast in it, too. It wasn't, like, Andy Sandberg in it or something. Um, was it? Was it, was it, really? I'm pretty sure it had, like, a giant cast. But I could be wrong. Let me look this up. Tiny, here, Tiny Tina Wonderland cast. I'm talking to my phone, because I'm an 80-year-old man. 
Nope, stop, 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 stop talking! <laughs> Siri wants in. Siri wants in on this episode. Yeah, there was Ashley Birch as Tiny Tina mm-hmm. from from Mythic Quest and from Horizon. There was Will Arnett as the Dragon Lord, Wanda Sykes, Andy Samberg, Aaron Phillips. Yeah, this like had like a giant cast. <laughs> Absolutely massive cast for Tiny Tina's Wonder World. Wonderland, and, sorry. Yeah, Christopher Sabat, the voice of Piccolo. <laughs> like, I don't think anyone really talked about this a week after it came out. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty much not. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not in the right circles of people who would who enjoyed Tiny Tina's Wonderland. I just never fucking heard anything about it. But does it? Isn't Jordan a Borderlands fan? Are they? I. I thought they were. I'm pretty sure Jordan's a Borderlands fan. The weird thing is, I don't remember them ever talking about this game, though, in particular. Yeah, like, I remember them talking about other <coughs> Borderlands games, but never this one. Yeah. So that kind of set the bar, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario Strikers, which yeah. I played, and God, was it just barren. It was a yeah. barren game. I played it with friends, and I barely even remembered that it happened. You know why we don't I, I, remember? If, if my roommate didn't own personally own the game, I would not remember that this happened at all. Do you know why we don't remember it? Why? Because they left out our boy. Oh, the Wa? No, not the Wa. Waluigi's in the game. What's? Oh yeah, no, he is. No, oh, Big, Big, Mr. Big, Monty. Big Mr. Dick Monty. Monty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> basically a wasted game throw it in the bin they didn't include mr monty i just like don't understand why they changed it so much because like the original was perfect yeah i i don't know why like you're saying we forgot about it but nintendo also forgot about it because this game has been fucking left out to die yeah i don't recall there ever being like any plans to update it any plans for new content i think they updated it once by adding like two characters i want to say they added like um What's her name? Paulina, and like one other, maybe like Toadette or something like that. But I, I think, think it was that's Diddy like Kong. oh, maybe Diddy Kong. But that's that's literally all I can all I think that they did. Why does Nintendo do this constantly? They always do this. Like all of these like side Mario games, like Mario sports games that have come out recently, including the Mario Parties, they just release them, and a lot of them are unfinished. Like Mario Mario Golf, Mario Strikers. Uh, another game we we're gonna talk about that people forgot about fucking Switch Sports. They just come out and they get no support and they're not finished yet. And yeah. Nintendo just fucking leaves them to die. It's like it, it's possible to release a finished game. You know, it, it's really it it is still possible. Can we let's let's talk about Switch Sports for a second because yeah. that game bothered me so much more than I thought it would. It's it's so frustrating. There's like. What was it? There's six games on it, and three of them are basically just kind of the same thing. Yeah, and they were like, later, golf in a free update. What? Like, Wii Sports Resort was so much fun. Yeah. Where is archery? Where is half the shit in that game? Literally, wait, yeah, where is any of it? They, they added, like, the sword fighting game from Wii Sports Resort, and they're like, oh, are you fucking happy? Like, you got that. I don't know what else you would need. Where the fuck is... Wii Sports Resort, it, like, had some things from the original Wii Sports, but it also had, like, 12 other games on top of that, too. 
Yeah, not three versions of tennis. Yeah, how is there, like, a third of the content that came out in a fucking Wii game from, like, 2010? How, how, how is that even possible? I don't know. I really don't know. And is was golf even added? Like, is that even added yet? Is that done yet? I don't know. That's that came the out point. in like fucking May of this year. I don't know. That's the point. None. Of, we don't fucking know. Yeah. When when they initially said that, it was like, all right, we'll add a whole bunch of games. I I don't even think golf is there, and there's there's no ideas for any other games yet. It's just like I don't understand why they did this, and they released it for sixty dollars. Oh, golf is out. It came out November twenty eighth. Zero holy people shit. talked about it. Yep. Nobody said shit. Like holy, that's so insane. November twenty eighth. Oh my god. Have any of you guys in the chat played we like sports res- switch sports? Yeah, it's it's we switch sports. I not not think... resort, not resort. Yeah, not resort. I don't think a single person I know has played this game, and I don't think anybody will. I I I played it once. It's like fun with people. I just fucking please add more games i don't understand i'm sorry what idiot do you know that bought this game i don't need to talk about it <laughs> tell me tell me after so i can rain yeah. scorn upon them it's not their fault i think they got it for free they didn't they didn't oh, purchase then, it. then never mind then they're not idiots if you get this game not for free if it's given to you then that's the only reason i can see yeah. for you owning it but that, oh. that that's the only excuse you get yep Another thing in the weight that was this year category is Strange World, the newest Disney Pixar movie. And this Holy one's shit. really sad because it literally just came out. So Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, no. It came out was it even a month ago? And and you saying that like just reminded me of of existence. Holy fuck. Cuz it had one trailer and that yeah. was it. And I, I, maybe it was just that the marketing was really bad, but it looked like the most like mediocre movie ever made. That's apparently what what it is. It's apparently like, just a very boring mediocre movie. Yeah, it, it just looked like an extremely bland movie, like a just general some kind of adventure. The good dinosaur. It's the good dinosaur. Again. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I again, I, I haven't watched it, so maybe it is actually the best movie ever made. No, but no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, if it really was that that good, then it, people would have talked about it, even with the fact that its like, advertising was fucking horrible and no one knew that it existed. Like, people would have found out about it. And the sad part is, it's not even, like, so bad that people are talking how bad it is. It's just, mm-hmm. bleh. Forgettable, yeah, which is probably the worst crime it can, it can commit. Yeah, that's the worst thing you could do. Speaking of forgettable, R.I.P.D. 2 happened this year. <laughs> we talked about it on this stream, and I forgot it happened. Yeah. I, I told you that happened, and you were like, it like shook you to your core, and it, you still didn't remember that it existed. <laughs> I, because I actually did, did you watch it? I did watch it. No, I didn't, I, I'm not that dumb. I forgot that it came out, and I fucking saw it. It was just the most bland thing I'd ever seen in my life. <laughs> it, it wasn't good? It wasn't, no. <laughs> the first one was better. And the oh first one God. wasn't even that good of a movie. Like, <laughs> Did this one have Jeff Bridges? No. Fuck. What, what's, what's the point? It didn't have Jeff Bridges or Ryan Reynolds. It was a prequel. What the fuck? Yeah, it took place in, like, the Old West. 
Why did they make this shit? And also, I'm pretty sure, like, after I watch this movie, I'm like, I'm 90% sure that's not how this world works. I'm going to go back and watch the first one. <laughs> so I did. And no, it was not how the world fucking worked. I don't, they changed so much. <laughs> And, like, the best part was, like, all, like, the otherworldly stuff. But, like, it all takes place in, like, some field and a mine. <laughs> it's so weird, and what I don't fuck? get it. Uh, speaking of other things that we're not sure happened, but apparently they did, a movie called Lyle Lyle Crocodile came out. Griffin, yeah. have you heard of this? No! What the fuck is Lyle Lyle Crocodile? So I'm gonna tell you what Lyle Lyle Crocodile is. Get ready for this shit. It, it was a movie about a singing crocodile uh -huh. voiced by Shawn Mendes. Huh? This happened, dude. This is what? the real thing that happened this year. Fucking when? Fucking when did this I, happen? I don't know, but apparently it happened. I, I had never heard of this movie. Like, I saw trailers for it, but, like, I did not think that it was coming out this year, but apparently it did. I, wow. Wow, that's insane. It's crazy. But, but finally, the last thing on this list of, wait, that was this year, is Morbius came out. Of course. Which, and, uh, yeah. No, I was going to say, it, it, changed the culture when it did come out honestly i thought it came out last year i swear to god <laughs> like, i would kind we, of believe we, it we have talked about this at least like 10 times and i thought still thought it came out last year yeah well i mean who saw it in theaters <laughs> the first the first time it was out me <laughs> me it was me i did it, it. me i admit it i admit it <laughs> it was me austin <laughs> Oh my fucking god. I cannot believe how little money that movie fucking made. And we'll have more to say about Morbius, because it's also part of another category. Yeah, Morbius will be back. It will be back. But, Griffin, what do you think wins the title of, wait, that was this year? Oh, fuck. Who's my nomination? It's got to be Lyle Lyle Crocodile, because I, what the actual fuck is that? It has to go. You're 100% right. It goes to Lyle Lyle in my book, too. What the fuck? Who thought that was a good idea? Oh my god. What? E Rhea, have you ever fucking heard of Lyle Lyle Crocodile? Has how, anyone How did it do at the box office? How did Mr. Lyle do? Um, I have no idea. You know what? I'm gonna look this up right now. Lyle, Lyle Crocodile. Yeah, 2022 film. It came out. <laughs> wow. Um. It came out. Is, Har is Javier 7th. Bardem in it? What the fuck? Yep. Lyle Lyle Crocodile box office numbers. You know what? You know what? I hope it did well. It I hope made it did forty-six great. million. Oh my god! Uh, on a budget of fifty. Well, worldwide it made ninety-five million, but it was on a budget of fifty million. So I don't think. To be fair, I don't think it made its money back, but it's possible it did. Because of how little they put into marketing. <laughs> yeah. Like, usually, I'm assuming the marketing happens 
and it eats up about at least half the budget. Mm-hmm. But this didn't do that, so... Oh, my fucking God. All right, let's move on to the next category. Yeah. Do you want to start going into some of the worst? I was about to say, do you want to do worst movie? Yeah, let's do worst movie. All right. So I, I'm the one that made this list. Gr Griffin, do you have any additions to this? And Rhea, yes, you should fucking blame Eric. Do you have any additions to this list? Um, I'm pretty happy with this list, I think. All right. So... The movies that we we are dubbing the worst of 2022. We're gonna start off with Morbius. Morbin time. Did you see this movie? Like, oh, I, oh, I've seen. I, I legitimately saw this movie. Yes. <laughs> and, I, I, I saw. I saw it on a plane. Yeah, and I, I can't say it was like painful to sit through. But every time the scene did something, it would make me ask why. Yeah, that that that's a that's fair. There were so many fucking weird decisions in this movie. Like so much just weird shit going on. The only person that looked like they were enjoying themselves was Matt Smith. Yes, he he was having a great time and he was enjoying himself. Um, fucking what's his name was playing it like as serious as a funeral. Jared Leto. Yeah, Jared Leto was taking it so fucking seriously. What about the dude from Fast and Furious? Oh, yeah. I can't remember the actor's name. Tyrese Gibbs. Is that his name? Yes. I can't remember. I'm sorry if I got that wrong. But he also just fucking straight as an arrow. <laughs> yep. And, uh, I mean, no, don't forget that they actually have uh, no... They have no role in the movie. They don't fucking do anything in the movie. Yeah, apparently he has, like, a robot arm. What? What? <laughs> yeah, like, why would you add that in the movie and not do anything with it? You he know never what I uses mean? it. And lest we forget that Morbius also has the most baffling post credit scene in any movie ever. That's what ruins it. That's what ruins the movie. Well, the movie was already ruined to begin with. Yeah. Saying that's what ruined the movie is like saying that they put grass on this pile of shit. Like... <laughs> Oh, now I can't eat it. Like, <laughs> but like, God, they, what the fuck did they, why is Michael Keaton in this movie? Oh, well, he wanted to be in the minimum amount. Mm-hmm. As little as he possibly could to still get a paycheck, he is in this movie. I would absolutely love it if Marvel just still uses him. Like, they just ignore <laughs> that this happened. I, I, I would, I could see that 100%. 100%. The, uh, the next movie on our list is Thor, Love and Thunder. Did you because see this I, one? I, I haven't seen, no. I, I was not interested. So let me let me take the reins on this one then, if you don't mind. I hated this movie. <laughs> and the more I think about it, the more I hate it. Because it took... It was the sequel to what one of our top picks for best Marvel movie. Right. Just like one of the most like enjoyable and fun movies in, in Marvel. And made it annoying it made it so goddamn annoying such a great yeah jules loved this movie i hate oh, it dang you're just you're just a hater i, I thought you're pretty like okay on it at first but i guess it, it's really gotten worse it's because i went back and watched ragnarok and mm. realized how much worse it actually is like this th this is a good taika wiki thor movie yeah no like 
I, this is not a bad movie. I will say that right now. I don't like it, but I get why people do. It is on this list solely because of how much it bothered me. Because I think I figured out what happened, which is Thor Ragnarok was so well-received and did so well that they basically just gave Taika free reign to do whatever he wanted. But I yeah. think what worked about Ragnarok was he didn't have free reign. And someone was able to say, Taika, you're going a little too far. You can't do that and all this shit. Like, yeah, I, sometimes having 100% creative control isn't the best thing. Like, that that's what George Lucas had in the prequels, in the Star Wars prequels, and those turned into fucking disasters. Exactly. So, like, there's, like, the screaming goats joke. Like, what? The, that yeah. hasn't been funny in years. It's funny in, like, almost 10 years. Yeah. Korg is, should not be in this movie. He really shouldn't. He should have, like, a cameo, and then he should be gone. But he tags along for the entire ride. Um, Jane Foster is written so weirdly. <laughs> and, like, I think the biggest thing it did was it ruined Gore. Gore the God Butcher is one of the coolest characters in the comics. And mm -hmm. he's fucking wasted. Well, and I, I heard that Christopher, uh, Christian Bale actually had, like, a pretty good performance as him, too. Oh, my God, he's the best part of this movie. He is so fucking amazing. Like, he's creepy, he's funny, he's understandable, and he's so threatening. But, like, making the hammer and axe act like, like, Thor treats them like dogs. What? Wait, what? Yeah. Like, at the beginning of, like, they basically just made Thor, like, remember Thor in Endgame when he's bro Thor and he's just, like, a joking mess the entire time and he's kind of annoying but, yeah yeah but at the same time you get why he's like that because he's trying to bury himself in to avoid his grief but in this mm -hmm. one he's kind of over his grief by this point like right that that was that was his character arc in endgame yeah so what the fact that he's still acting like this dumbass is really annoying and he's not funny He's just not. <laughs> also, you the fucking villain's name is the God Butcher. We see him kill one god. A god. He is a god butcher. A <laughs> He's not he's not the god's butcher. It, there is a fucking scene in this movie that takes place <laughs> in like the realm of the gods. Like it's a pantheon of gods just sitting mm. in this amphitheater. And boy wouldn't that been a good fucking time for him to show up. But no! Yeah, it was a great time for him to have been doing a little bit more god butchering. Yeah. God, I fucking hated it. Like, what made Ragnarok good is that Thor was still Thor. He joked, right. yeah, but he wasn't mm. like... He was the same character he has been. And now he's just not Thor anymore. I don't. I can't explain it beyond that. God, this movie bothered me. <laughs> Next up on Worst Movies. And this is a movie that Jules actually has seen. Rhea, tell me if you've ever heard of this movie. It's called Sneakerella. I remember talking about it. This sounded like... This sounded horrible. Uh, yes. Uh, the only reason it did not go and wait that was this year is because it scarred me. <laughs> so did and you I, enjoy Sneakerella? No. What the fuck? No. <laughs> I've never hated a movie more. Well, there is one movie I've hated more. Yeah, Sneakerella came out this year. 
It came out at the beginning of this year. For those of you who don't know, it's a version of Cinderella focused around sneakers. And I'm not sure if there's magic in it. I don't remember. I did finish it, Jules. You didn't, you weren't, didn't want to finish it. I did because I wanted to see how it ended. But uh, why the fuck did Nightbot delete Rhea's message? It's just laughing emojis. Anyways. Nightbot, relax. Yeah. This movie was just so weird. I think there was one good song in the whole movie. And if you want to do a gender-bent Cinderella movie, that's fine. But they made the cardinal sin of A, making it really stupid, and B, making the stepdad right. Like, I'm sorry, huh. I agreed with the mm. stepdad. <laughs> like, if you're gonna if you're gonna make Cinderella, that's the one thing you probably don't do because it kind of ruins the story. Yeah, the whole point is that it's evil, but he's not evil. He has to sell the store and move. Because the store doesn't make money, and he can't afford it anymore. <laughs> but where's the issue in that? Also, I don't understand, like, it's also a liar to reveal story. Because he gets everything he wants, and then he turns out like, oh, turns out this dude wasn't like a, a high-end shoemaker. He made all this shit in his garage. <laughs> Why is that an issue? Why is that an issue? Tell me the, why it's an issue who that the this fuck cares? dude w- was able to make better shoes than you in his garage with no effort. Like, <laughs> if anything, that would be like, oh my god, this kid's better than I thought he was. Yeah, that'd be like, holy shit, that's impressive. But no, apparently that gets him, like, ruined or something. I don't fucking know. It's dumb and I hate it. <laughs> oh, god. Next up is Moonfall. I actually didn't see this one, but it's another Roland Emmerich film, so it deserves to be on here. Yeah. This movie, I I heard that this movie was fucking hilarious. Like, it's really bad, but it's like a very good, funny, bad movie. So I'm actually kind of interested in it. I kind of want to see it too, but at the same time, like, it goes on here because it's a Roland Emmerich film. Yeah. It's it's basically the default position for it. Yeah. Yeah. And last but not least, oh, fucking God. All right, that movie, we, we don't have to call it by name. It's okay. I think we have to for the people that haven't watched an episode yeah. before. Because mm-hmm. they don't know my vendetta with this specific movie. People in the chat, if you know what movie we're talking about, please say its name so I don't have to. But fuck, I hated this movie. <laughs> Woo! Your favorite adaptation ever. Talk about a terrible adaptation. <laughs> like, my god how do you ruin this it was served to you on a silver platter mm-hmm. i don't even blame tom holland for this i really don't yeah it, i mean it's just fucking bad cat he just shouldn't have been cast as that character yeah. like that's that's it, it doesn't matter it, like you know if fucking morgan freeman would have been cast it still would have been the wrong character. like it's nothing against the actor yeah wait jules is about to give jules is about to give a guess let's see if they get the guess right but it's like I found out that Mark Wahlberg was originally supposed to play the main character and that and like, probably would have made more sense and yeah cause he was originally signed on to be the main character <laughs> Jules like I don't know but I'm too sick to think boxes falling out of planes <gasps> uh, oh, mm. I, I hope that doesn't strike too many uh, memories Sam 
It does. It really does. Good game. Can't remember the name. Oh, fuck. Go to bother me. I... I, you haven't seen this movie, right, Griffin? No, I, I saw. It. I also saw it on a plane. What did What did you think of it? I don't think I ever asked you what you thought of it. I thought it was it, it was a good movie to watch on a plane, actually, because it was a <laughs> because it, it it was just like a it was just a, a a romp. It was like a fun adventure movie, uh, but it didn't feel like Uncharted. What so fucking ever? <laughs> also, Jules got it right. It was Uncharted. Yeah, but I remember. Like, I remember people asking me what I expected from this movie. And when mm-hmm. they did, I sent them that clip that I sent you. Mm-hmm. Like, the one where he's at the table talking about the pirates. Yeah, and it's, like, good actors working well together. Yeah. With good, importantly, with good writing. Exactly. And I'm just like, and none of that was in this movie. None of it. And also... Oh, God, we've we've talked about this movie way too much, and this is definitely the last time we will ever have to talk about it. We say that every fucking time. Yeah. Oh God. Anyway, I, I I thought it was like it was just like a fine like turn time wasting movie. I I really didn't think it was very good. I went viral on TikTok because of this movie. <laughs> it was on. It was on. It was number one in in the in um. On Netflix. On, on Netflix when it came out, yeah. But, so I uh, yelled at that, everybody. That's a, that's a fucking monkey's paw situation. You'll go you'll go viral on, on TikTok as because of the fucking Uncharted movie. Yep. I still don't understand why the fuck I it, it that video blew up, but it did. Um I think it goes to Sneakerella. I'm 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 calling it. Sneakerella was the worst one. <laughs> Alright, I I believe you. I fucking believe you. Yep. Alright, let's also go to the worst games. Oh, yeah. So, we actually did not play a lot of bad games this year. I, I really try to avoid playing bad games because I, I just really don't want to waste my money on bad games. Yeah. But I, I, I before we talk about ones that we actually played, I want to give a special shout-out to Babylon's Fall, which is a completely fucking dead live service game released by Square Enix this year. Um, I believe at its peak, okay, so when it came out at its biggest moment, it had a thousand concurrent players. Only a thousand. Only uh, for, for, a thousand? Yeah, this a big AAA live service game released by Square Enix and worked on by Platinum Games had a thousand players max concurrently. Platinum for comparison, on this? Yeah, Platinum Games. It's really sad because Platinum Games has made some really, really great games in the past. Yeah. Uh, they I uh, they were supposedly dragged like kicking and screaming to make this game like to shit out a live service game because that's like what's trendy or what whatever. That that, um, that adds up. Yeah, but for comparison of what like a game's number should look like, I think like Elden Ring's concurrent players at its highest level was a was a million. Jesus, so a thousand times as high like at each game's highest comparison. Um, at this point, Babylon's Fall completely dead. It's probably got like zero players currently. Oh, it shut down. It shut down. Yeah, it it, it, it is it is dead. It is completely dead already. Like it literally doesn't exist anymore. Uh, yeah, it's. I, I, think, I, I would say it's sad, but it kind of feels like what it's deserved for Square Enix trying to cash in on like shitty live service games. I honestly think that that wins worst game of the year for us, even though we didn't play it. 
Because yeah. what other game came out last year that you can't play anymore? Yeah. Like, and how often does that happen where, like, a big game company releases a game that's that bad and, like, that just, like, just no one plays? Like, even the fucking, that, like, Avengers game that came out last year, so, at least some people played it. Even pe- people at least still played Anthem. Like... Yeah. It's, it's like, it's almost never that, like, you know, if you... People can say that, like, oh, like, Call of Duty is a shitty game. But, like, tons of people play that game. You can't even be mad because, like, ton- tons of people play that game. But fucking no one even bothered with it with Babylon's Fall. It's really sad. But for the ones that we did play, um, I put Overwatch 2 mainly because of what happened day one. Mm-hmm. And because the game is still broken. <laughs> yeah, uh, Overwatch 2, uh, similar to another entry on this list, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, is an unfinished game that they just let they just let out. When the, when the, when the game came out, when the Overwatch 2 servers went online, it was literally not playable for, like, almost everybody who's trying to play it. Yeah. Like, almost, almost everyone was just stuck in, like, infinite uh, queues trying to get into the game. It was horrible. Uh, and I remember, like, when we recorded our the episode about it, you were on that fucking page for, like, two hours. Yeah. No, I, I was sitting there the entire time that we were recording an episode. And, and then, like, after it, I got in. I got in after literally sitting on the, like, having the screen on in the background for the entirety of, a, of an episode. And I had put it on beforehand. Like, I, I had booted up Overwatch 2 for, like, a while beforehand. Yeah. It's a fucking mess. And the other, and another second on the list is Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. Which we don't actually hate, but it it was just such a step backwards. It's, well, it's just straight up unfinished. Like, there's so many things in that game where, like, you know, whether it's the game's performance and, like, how it runs, which, like... I didn't have any. I didn't really have many game breaking bugs. It was more just like things stuttering and, and the game running slowly. But there are some things that are like just aren't done. Like the terror raids, which are like the main end game content, don't work. They do not function as they're supposed to. Do. Like the the, I I actually like I I really enjoyed uh, playing through Pokemon Violet and I had a great time and I like put a lot of time into it. I just wish they fucking finished the game. Like they just took a little bit more time and finished the game because there's a really good game underneath, and there's and like it's actually a pretty enjoyable story, and there's a lot of good Pokemon to catch. It it, it just feels like a wasted opportunity. Also, it drains your battery like crazy. Yeah, for whatever reason, a a switch like in handheld mode can only run this thing for what feels like half an hour before yeah. it before it's completely dead. Like it it destroys your battery. I don't understand why. And let's be honest, it's not pretty to look at. Yeah, doesn't look great, unfortunately. If anything, I think it looks worse than Arceus did. But, and finally on the list, we have Morbius. Um, I don't know, it just wasn't, just wasn't a fun game to play, you know? Yeah, I, I, I did not enjoy playing it at all. Felt just, very uninteractive. Yeah. It just felt like watching a movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
it goes to Babylon's fall. It goes to Babylon's fall, right? Yeah, of like, course, of course. Nothing else died that fucking fast. <laughs> like, Rarely ever does a, a game have a fucking, like, just complete catastrophic failure like that. Just crashing and burning all the way. That's very, very rare in any, like, form of media. It's gotta go to that. Yeah. Let's go on to um, things that came out on streaming, like... Yeah. What we liked the most that was solely on streaming. So mm. I have um, the rise of the TMNT movie. But, I don't Sorry, is, it, is this movies or shows or both? M- movies. Okay. Oh, we can do shows too if you want. But I just, I, this is solely movies. The movie is so fucking good. You, you've said that. I was shocked. At how good it was, honestly. And I, you don't have to watch the series to understand it. In fact, I would recommend not watching the series because they, they basically just like ignore the series finale in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's it's so much fun, and the animation is so good. Then there was the Gray Man, a movie that you told me about. Yeah. I, you watched it, right? Yes, I did watch it. It was so much fun. It was it, it was a fucking crazy action movie that was apparently extremely expensive expensive to make. Uh the plot made like not really any sense, but it was it was fine because it was a fun movie anyway. Oh, absolutely. I could have just watched Ryan Gosling t- handcuffed to that bench for hours. That's still the dumbest action scene in any movie I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. It was very, very stupid. It was basically an action scene going on around him. Yeah. They go there to kill him. He's handcuffed to a bench, and they don't. (laughs) But also, we had a lot of fun with it. So, how can we say it's bad? bad, Uh, Werewolf by Night, which isn't really a movie, but it was like a special feature Mm. on Disney+. Plus. Um, this is the best Marvel thing this year. This is the best. By a wide margin. This was so good. (laughs) And it had no right to be. Also, brought back Man-Thing. That made me happy. Nobody cares about Man-Thing but me. (laughs) His name is Ted. (laughs) That's canon. (laughs) But it was just a lot of fun, like, the black and white aesthetic and, like, how violent it was. Mm-hmm. Just made it so much fun to watch. Then, um, Turning Red came out. I forgot this was streaming only. Wait, did the, you watch this it? Was, I, didn't, I didn't know this was streaming only, actually. I, I did not watch it. Mm. It's alright. Eh. I mean, I'm not 100... I don't really remember it that well. So, I can't really comment on it. Mm-hmm. But I remember thinking it was alright. There was also Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Right. Th- this uh, just came out, right? Yeah. Which is so fucking funny. <laughs> because it it basically is supposed to be like a biopic... But they did zero research into this man's life on purpose. (laughs) 
And Daniel Radcliffe is playing Weird Al for some fucking reason. And Weird Al is in the movie, I think, as his agent. <laughs> that's really good. It's so... But that's the most Weird Al Yankovic thing to do, is to make a parody. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, yeah, absolutely. I thought this movie was so fucking funny. I want to watch it again so bad. You know, I, I may watch, but I may watch it again. How about that? Well, you get you gonna try to stop me? <laughs> that's what that's what I thought. Anyways, not entirely. I don't know why I'm being so hostile. Uh, then there was the day shift with Jamie Fox, which I. It was. It's another like gray man sort of thing. It was really mm-hmm. stupid, but I liked it a lot. I, I haven't seen this. It's Jamie Fox as a vampire hunter, and he gets he gets stuck on the day shift. And, <laughs> what? Yeah, and the best part about this movie is Snoop Dogg. He is in this movie, and motherfucker, this that man is just so much fun in this entire thing. I just like every second he was on screen I was smiling (laughs) but the main one that the reason we made this category is because Glass Onion yep a movie that came out in theaters a while ago but is a Netflix original (laughs) I don't get it their like plan for having this movie come out was so like it was so fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, not... I, I I watched it in theaters because it was out for like a month, a week or two in theaters, and then it came out of theaters for for like a month, and then went to Netflix only, and it just very recently came out on Netflix, like a, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so I just recently saw it, mm-hmm. and I really liked it. What did you think? I, I really, really enjoyed it. I, I think I liked the first Knives Out better, but they both movies were very fun. The first and Knives they're Out they're also was, wild time. The first Knives Out was definitely, like, less of, like, a murder mystery. Yeah, I, I think it, it was... The first Knives Out was, like, more tightly written, definitely, versus this one, it's kind of just more fun. And yeah. that's on purpose because it goes with the theme of the of like how the movie is, and like what the mystery ends up being. Um, but which it, isn't it, really a mystery. It wasn't a mystery at all. Yeah, uh, but I feel like there's also a couple of things in this movie that are kind of just like ass poles or that are just kind of like um, Deus Ex Machina's, like like the ending. Yeah. How it, how it ends really bothered me, but. I, I also did like the ending. It just wasn't what I wanted. Mm-hmm. That's uh, fair. It's a little unsatisfying. Yeah. I'll, but Jules is also right. This one, like the characters of this one, had a lot more personality. Yes. Yeah. The character. I, I feel like they were more sort of like in directly in the story in this one versus like the whole wacky family is kind of on the side in the first movie. Yeah. I. I absolutely loved, um, fuck, I cannot remember her name. It, um, not Birdie, um, and not Andy. 
help. <laughs> um, the woman who is who is also in Wandavision. Yes, Ka- Catherine Hahn. Yes, yeah, yeah. She is great in everything. Yeah, she's a great actress. Yeah, and some the the way I knew this movie was really working for me as a murder mystery was when I me and Jules would pause the movie at certain points and be like, okay, no, but this this isn't what happened. This happened that like this, mm-hmm. or like this this is there that wasn't there before. Like we were basically doing play by play on every scene. <laughs> Yeah, like, as the movie's going, this, things are happening that feel so fucking, like, weird that, like, have to be explained later to make any sense. And they are explained later. This yeah, is yeah. one of the only movies that does, like, the, like, a halfway turn in what it is. And I feel yeah. like it works. Yeah, exactly. I, like, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Let, 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 we can talk spoilers. Let's talk spoilers. Yeah, all right. We're getting into Glass Onion spoilers now. I love that Edward Norton is just an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that like like I said, like the the movie feels a lot looser and kind of just like everything's just kind of going along, and that's because there's no like grand like mass evil mastermind behind the scenes who's like pulling the strings at every corner with like this crazy big plan. It's just this fucking idiot <laughs> being Ooh. so goddamn dumb. Yeah. And have, Having no ideas of his own. I think that's the best part of the movie. When he's like, the one, the only original thing you did, and you took it from me. <laughs> I absolutely love that. And I love how at the end when he's doing his little wrap-up, he's just frustrated. Not not because of what's going on, but because the dude is such an idiot. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, it, it, it's, it's so dumb that it's brilliant. No, it's just dumb. <laughs> Oh my god. Also, Daniel Craig fucking knocked that out of the park in this one. Yeah, a- as usual, Benoit Blanc is such a fun character. It's a- He's an absolute blast whenever he's on screen. I, lo- I love how at the murder mystery party, before like, he's there for, what, six hours maybe? Mm-hmm. And he figures it all out immediately. Yep. <laughs> he's like, oh, I have this great uh, two-day-long... Uh, murder mystery plan is going to be awesome it's going to take everybody forever to figure it out it's like alright I got it you died because of this here <laughs> and she did it which let's be honest he wouldn't have figured it out so easily if he didn't use a crossbow pointing someone at the murderer yeah <laughs> yeah that, that's a little dumb that's a little obvious yeah and I also like how the person you think is Andy isn't Andy. Mm-hmm. I like... I think that's a good twist. Yeah, that that was, like, the... Like, I, I thought that was a little bit... Not, like, not necessarily an ass but just, like... Like, a contrivance, I guess, of, like... It's actually a twin! Which, it, it, it was a big... It makes sense, like you said. It makes a lot of sense with with the movie, because it's, like, she's acting so weird and cold and distant. And then there's actually, like, really funny scenes where she's, like, fucking drunk, and everyone's just, like, wondering why she's acting so weird. Yeah, and then you find out it's because she's wasted. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but yeah, but like, great. oh, yeah, but the the whole, like, scene when it, like, the movie just suddenly stops and it's just, like, a backstory for 30 minutes is, like, great. That's the best part of the movie. Yeah. Which I never thought I'd say. The moment the movie comes to a screeching halt. 
just works so well. Also, he's playing Among Us. <laughs> he's playing Among yeah. Us in that bathtub. I cannot believe Mr. Benoit Blanc was playing Among Us. And he was bad in Among Us, too. That's the worst thing. He was really bad at it. <laughs> but this this was just such a great movie. And I like the... It's really cathartic at the end when she just explodes his house. <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I, I was worried that the movie was kind of just going to end before that. And it was, it was like, supposed to be, like, a really, really dissatisfying ending. And I was like, oh, fuck, that kind of... Like, that kind of sucks. Yeah, like some <laughs> original ending of dodgeball bullshit. Like... Yeah, yeah. But no, we get... We get the best part is... Benoit Blanc and that random dude who you just see in the background smoking on the fucking patio while the fucking mansion goes up in flames. Yeah. <laughs> this is a fantastic ending. Oh my god, it's so funny. Um also um, for for best streaming movie Morbius. Um what what do you think <laughs> You know, Morbius just really worked on the home screen, you know? But Yeah. It worked better in... It was on Netflix, right? It was, like, top ten on Netflix at some point, somehow. It was on Netflix, yeah. I don't know if it's still there, but it was on Netflix at some point. But, uh... I I think it goes to Glass Onion. Yeah. For me, it, like... Glass Onion just worked so well, and it's probably the best Netflix original movie. Yeah, it was very, very smart of them to take on another uh, Knives Out movie because, like, fucking everybody wanted another one. Yeah. The, the, this, was, uh, this was Ryan Johnson again, right? Yeah. Apparently, Ryan Johnson hated the fact he put, like, a Knives Out story in the title. Oh, really? He just wanted it to be called Glass Onion? Yeah. Which I get. It has nothing to do with Knives Out besides Benoit. Yeah. That's just, like, a pure, like, marketing thing. Yeah. Like, I, I kept expecting, like, Marta sh to show up in this movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm very glad. I think even when they were talking about, like, oh, Benoit, you're such a great detective. I, don't, I think even then they didn't even drop a reference to, like, the first movie. They, like, com kept it completely separated. Yeah, which I appreciated, actually. Uh, let's go on to uh, best superhero thing. So this is sure. just, there are so many fucking superhero things. And so many came out this year. And we just kind of wanted to... This is not movies exclusively. This is also TV shows. So, like, Doctor Strange came out this year, which was all right. Thor came out this year, which I hated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Batman, Black Panther, Black Adam, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, Peacemaker, and Morbius. Of course, Morbius. Of course. Um, which of these have you seen? Um, okay, so I... The only Marvel movie I saw was was Black Panther. Um, that's... Actually, I really only saw Black Panther and Morbius. I didn't see that many superhero movies. And, and all the... I saw the, all the Marvel shows. Did you finish She-Hulk? Uh, no, uh, I haven't finished She-Hulk yet. Actually, that's, that's true. I haven't finished it. Okay. But you you saw Moon Knight, right? I did see Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh we talked about it. we finished it. Yeah, we we talked about that. Uh, to me, this is really a toss up between three of these. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I probably I didn't put it on here, but I'm gonna add it. It's a toss up between Batman, 
Peacemaker and Werewolf by Night. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, I I enjoyed Black Panther, so I I don't, but I don't know how how it compares to the other ones. Well, like, do you think it was better than Batman? I I didn't see Batman, so I don't know. Oh, you didn't see Batman? Nope. This was not a good year for superhero stuff. Let me just tell you that. Yeah, well, especially because like Marvel's whole which phase this was this phase four was like mm-hmm. really pretty. It felt pretty pretty weak. Yeah. And, like, Marvel almost always leads the superhero movies, so when that's not doing good and the DC comparison... Or no, not DC, but the other the other movies that came out were Morbius. It's not a good year. Yeah. I, to me, it's a toss-up between Werewolf by Night and Peacemaker. Because mm-hmm. Pe- Peacemaker was really fucking good. I really liked it a lot. And looking back at this list, yeah, I kind of think it was the best thing. Is that weird? I feel like that's weird. Yeah, no, no, that's that's fine. That's fair. Like, I really liked Werewolf by Night, but, like, mm-hmm. we're n- the chances we're ever going to see that again is zero to none. <laughs> that that was really just a one-off. Yeah, I, I hope it's not, but it's probably a one-off. Uh... But Peacemaker was just so good, and I know we're getting another season, but mm-hmm. it was funny, it was interesting, it was action, the action was really good, and, like, the characters were all solid as hell. I'm excited for season two. Yeah, that's that's totally fair. Give me more John Cena, please. <laughs> more John Cena in a very silly-looking suit. Oh my god, it's a ridiculous-looking suit. Uh, Moon Knight was like I thought Moon Knight was going to be the best thing of the year. I really did. Mhm. Yeah, like Moon Knight was was kind of a dis- not not disappointment. It just wasn't I don't know, it felt like it could have been phenomenal. Oh, absolutely. The trailers for it were so good. Yeah. But the show just never really lived up to it. Mainly because like they kind of took this really grounded character and made him just really super powered. Yeah, yeah, he's very, very much super powered. And like, like I'm pretty sure in the comics he could never fly. <laughs> he had a jet. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's like a big part of the the show that like he he has essentially superpowers, like a ton of superpowers when he has the Moon Knight suit. Like that's that's a big part of the show. Yeah, and it just like because like I'm a big fan of Moon Knight in the comics, that it, the disconnect just never really worked for me. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see the character I loved on the on my screen, and I just never really got that. Also, the fact that they fucking just tease Jake Lockley at, in an end credit scene, even though we probably are not getting a season two. <laughs> Just really bothered me. Yeah. And, and like, there's... They were only teasing it until that point, which is kind of fucked. Yeah. Like, and we don't even get a climax in that show. Yeah. It blacks out. Yeah. That was, like, my... I felt like the biggest missed opportunity in that whole show is, like, just for that last 
scene when when they both black out you should have shown him taking over yeah like i feel like they 100 percent should have done that and they should have actually shown what happened and then you've been like what the fuck just happened and maybe like that uh, credit scene would have would have explained it exactly also black adam uh yeah i think black adam officially marks the end of the dceu Woo! If the Flash movie is still coming out at all. I don't know. There is... There are so many things going wrong in the background for DC. They might never release another movie ever. (laughs) We'll we'll get to some DC shit later. But... (laughs) Fuck, like... This was a shit year for DC. Yet somehow they produced the best superhero thing. This is pretty crazy. Yeah. that's what we've been saying about like the Suicide Squad characters the whole time, to- or since that movie came out, is like they're ex- extremely fucking bad, and then they'll just they just have these like really good movies that feel completely separated. Yeah, but they'll still throw in a fucking uh, Harley Quinn or Captain Boomerang just to mm-hmm. really confuse you. Yep. Uh. I recently rewatched the Suicide Squad. It's it holds up. It really does. Uh, well, are you are you sure you don't want to put Morbius above Peacemaker? Well, they're pretty comparable. I think they're about even on terms of quality. Yeah. I I don't know. All right, let's move on to best animated movie. Hmm. Um. Which I put Turning Red. And this is, like... I didn't know where else to put a few of these movies, so I just put them in here. That's Turning fun. Red, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Even though it's not really animated, like... I think it counts. Uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Mm-hmm. Uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And, uh, and Morbius. Don't forget the animated classic, Morbius. Dude, so much of that movie was CG. It basically is an animated movie. Yeah, when the CG looks so bad that it probably should have been animated instead. So we've already talked about Turning Red, how it's kind of not memorable, and Rise of the Mm -hmm. TMNT, which is very good. But, Mm -hmm. like, I I don't really... It's it's a popcorn movie. Like, you're not, like, going to get deep from it. And, like, also... There's the whole barrier of it being Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles you have to get over and connect it to the show. Like, <laughs> so, um, in my head, the winner of this is Puss in Boots. But I didn't see Marcel the Shell with shoes on, and I know you did. Yes. How was that movie? It's a very interesting movie. It feels very different than basically anything else on uh, any of the other movies that we've talked about. Um, but it, it it was it was like a nice, entertaining movie. It was very cute. It was it was like super super heartfelt. It was like really really well made. I enjoyed Marcel the Shell with the shoes. Yeah. I mean, would you call call it like best animated movie or not? Um. So it. It's, like, a very interesting presentation of, like, it's sort of, I guess, found footage in, ter- in terms of it's, like, someone's recording it the whole time. Um, I, w- I would put it on Best Animated. 
it i haven't watched the new puss in boots movie but i've heard that's also very very good in a different way than marcel the show yeah and like we've talked about chip and dale and sonic before on mm-hmm. the show uh-huh. yeah sonic 2 was like it was a fun uh popcorn movie similarly yeah and chip and dale was legitimately good <laughs> like i i really liked it but i gotta i it goes to puss in boots it absolutely goes to puss in boots which we can talk about more later because it's it, it appears again on this list but talk about a movie i did not expect to to blow me away mm-hmm. yeah I, I really want to watch this movie i heard it's like so so good it really is the animation is amazing it has that like cell shaded look like popularized by into the spider-verse and it really takes advantage of that like all the action a lot of the action is done in like one long take too Mm -hmm. which is really cool and it probably has like some of the best antagonists i'd ever in a movie in an animated movie oh shit really goldilocks and the three bears are legitimately funny that's that's high praise yeah Goldilocks and the Three Bears are legitimately funny. <laughs> um, because, like, it's not like the whole, like, oh, they're not what you expect. They're not. But at the same time, like, they're sweet and they love each other. And there's that fami- family bond with between them. So, like, when they talk to each other, it doesn't feel like they're bickering just to bicker. It feels like they're bickering like a family would in this situation. Mm-hmm. And, um, fuck, I can't remember the name of the other villain, but he's, like, a dude who who runs, like, a pie empire <laughs> who, who was born without magic, and now he's obsessed with, like, collecting all these magical artifacts and relics and whatnot. And he wants to use his wish to, to make sure nobody else but him has magic so he can rule the world. And he's just, like this incredibly evil dude but it's not like <laughs> he doesn't like try to play it for any sympathy he's like yeah i know i don't give a shit i'm evil and i fucking love it like yeah fuck it like the jiminy cricket kind of appear uh, or like bootleg jiminy cricket like appears as his conscience halfway through and and he's like trying to get him to do the right thing and he keeps intentionally like just doing the opposite of whatever he's, he says. And to the point where he's like, I, I'm not helping you anymore. You're a monster. Like, <laughs> but the, the absolute best villain in this movie is the wolf who is legitimately intimidating. Shit. Like, every time you see him on, like, screen, it's, it's tense. It gets really fucking tense. And I... I'm not going to spoil the twist of what he is. Mm-hmm. I, I still really want to watch this movie. Yeah. He's a bounty hunter that's after Puss, but, like, the, his connection to Puss in Boots is, like, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And all the side characters work, too. It just is a weirdly good movie. <laughs> and I really liked it. And it teases something at the end, and we better fucking get what it teased. Anyways, uh, well, fuck! Now I'm excited to watch this movie. Fuck. Yeah, you know what? Let's 
let's also go to let's just we're on to the best of the best now. Mm-hmm. So let's 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 do best movies. Let's do yeah, at best movies straight up of the whole year. Yeah. And again, this is stuff that we have seen. Yeah. So and I haven't seen all these, but I've seen most of them, I think. Which have you not seen? Uh I haven't seen Puss in Boots and I haven't seen Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, I haven't. Why did I think you saw that? I haven't seen that one. Oh, okay. I, I, I really wanted to, but somehow I just never did. Yeah, I missed it. I just missed it somehow. And I'm not really sure how... No, not Sneakerella, Rhea. Shut up. Not Sneakerella. That's anyway. my vote. It's got my vote. <laughs> um. So what... We, we need to replace everything everywhere, then. What do we replace it with? Um... Fuck, what's something else that came out this year? Lightyear? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I have no idea. Uh, Marcel the Shell. Let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's put Marcel very, the Shell. very enjoyable movie. Let's put that on there. It's very enjoyable. So, the options are Puss in Boots, Violent Night, Top Gun, Marcel the Shell, Glass Onion, and Morbius. Because, God, we just love Morbius. It was it was just one of the fucking greats. It was so goddamn good. You have not lived until you have seen Morbius. <laughs> it, it's, it was damn. the must-see of the year, obviously. Until you watch that Matt Smith scene on the big screen, like, ooh, buddy. Yeah, when that soundtrack is playing, oh, oh my it, really, it really hits. Anyway, uh, which of these movies have we not talked about yet? We haven't talked we, about Violet Night somehow. We have. Well, it's because you hadn't seen it. Right. Which I have now seen it. And we took a month-long break. So. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we have both seen this movie now. This is my favorite Christmas movie of all time. It's a, it's a fucking masterpiece. I, I When we first talked about it, uh, I think it wasn't on the show, I, I told you that I had some issues with it. And main, the main issues was, was that... It tried to be too much of a movie in the first half, and it just needed to be Santa Claus kicking the shit out of people, which is almost the entirety of the second half, and that made it a perfect film. Yeah, but like even the first half, it's less interesting, but it's still not bad. Yeah, it, it, it's just like it tries to have too many like characters and acting in the first part, and the acting's not very good. It's got like a B-movie cast. Outside of like David Harbour and um, who's the, the villain? John Leguizamo. Luigi. Yeah, John, John Le- yeah, John Leguizamo. <laughs> um, but like, <laughs> yeah, whenever David Harbour is on screen, just fucking spearing people with peppermint with like candy canes and shit, it's perfect. I also love the fact that he doesn't try to hide that he's Santa. Yeah, yeah. He he basically just tells everyone that. Yeah, and nobody believes him which I think is really funny like at the beginning when he's like flying off the roof of the bar and he's just pukes on the woman <laughs> oh god yeah, I, 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 to be honest I thought the movie was in a little bit rough shape at that point that was that was an odd start but it, it definitely picked up from there yeah I also did like the family like yeah no, like, there's no one you're going to recognize in this movie besides David Harbour and John Leguizamo. Yeah. But, like, there's supposed to be, like, this really weird family, and they really, like, 
are. I love the sister and her husband. <laughs> the husband's I, so funny. Unironically thought they were so fucking funny. Like, because, like, the her her brother is just this normal dude. And fucking those two are just like, oh, we're on to you, you bitch. Like, <laughs> oh, Eric, what was your new favorite movie? But... I, the best part about this is Santa himself. It really is. Oh, yeah. He is absolutely the highlight of the movie. I also like how... The, I was not expecting this, that he has a fucking backstory as, like, a Viking. Yeah, he's just some fucking Viking raider. Yeah. Before the, he... <laughs> th- that part, when he's in, like, the shed, and he goes into his, like, backstory and his, like, favorite hammer, that's when the movie stepped up. That was absolutely when it stepped up. I really like how the beginning of it is... Just like he doesn't want to be there. <laughs> yeah, he's he's literally trying to fucking leave and abandon this family the whole time, or, or the first, the whole beginning. Oh my god, Eric, you did not cry at Sneakerella. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> but oh my fucking god, yeah. And like when the action happens, it's such good action too. <laughs> yeah, the action was so fun. And, like, the way, like, everyone... The way John Linguizamo dies at the end also is really fucking Oh, good. my God. Some of the deaths... Well, basically all the deaths were fan-fucking-tastic. I even didn't mind when the family got in on some of the murdering. Like... <laughs> no, no, that was good. Except for the fucking useless-ass dad who just doesn't do anything for the whole goddamn movie. Yeah, he was the only one that didn't get to kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. I did like, though, how uh, Santa threw a snowball at a guy. That was great. That was fucking hysterical. And there's also a portion when the movie turns into fucking Home Alone. But, like, in the best way. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I saw that nail on the ladder, and I was like, what the fuck is that doing there? <laughs> and then when you see what it's used for, it's just, like, perfect. Oh, yeah, that that was a, that was a fucking shock. Yeah. That girl killed a person. <laughs> Don't forget. Oh my god. What was your favorite death? I think my favorite death was the the ornament to the eye. Oh my god. Uh, the the first one, though, the guy who gets, like, fucking shish kebab is also good. <laughs> oh yeah, he's really good. But I also like when he gets the microphone, he's just like... He reminds me of Rick in the Pickle Rick episode. Like, yeah. can, you please, can you please just let me out? Yeah. I don't want to be here. Listen, this is the real fucking Santa. I just want to leave. And he's yeah. like, uh, I'm Scrooge. <laughs> also, some of the, like, one-liners in this movie are so good. They're, like, straight out of a fucking 80s movie, but they're all, like, Christmas-themed. <laughs> so, like... Yeah. Oh my god. I think this is the best movie of the year. <laughs> no. No. I, I I will put my vote in a glass onion above that for sure. <laughs> Have we talked about Top Gun? We haven't. I don't think we talked about Top Gun at all. I, I actually only watched it recently over uh, break. That's probably why we haven't talked about it. Yeah. Um, I thought this movie was great. I thought it was very great, but at the same time, I'm not, like, in a rush to see it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like, it, it was, sim- in the, 
they're similar to the first Top Gun or the original Top Gun. It's a really like enjoyable, fun, entertaining movie. But yeah, I like I I watch it. I maybe I'll, in a couple years or so I'll want to watch it again because like it is a lot of fun and also the it looks great. Like it's a movie that looks great. It's good for like a big screen. Yeah. Um, it just yeah. another chapter in Tom Cruise trying to kill himself on screen. Yeah, basically. And Tom Cruise trying to defy Father Time. Although he looks a little old in this movie. He's starting to look a little bit old. I saw a wrinkle. <laughs> a singular wrinkle. Yeah, but, he's, got like, he's got like a little bit of like old looking stubble and he's got like maybe a wrinkle. But you're probably you're probably right. It, it should go to Glass Onion. Yeah. We're giving it to Glass Onion. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Now, this is one that you might not like, Griffin. But this is best game, not including God of War or Elden Ring. Fair enough, because let's be honest, if we didn't take those games out, it would just be a dogfight for those two. Exactly, and we've had enough fighting about those two on this channel for... for yeah. Like, to, we could literally just make this show us yelling about these two games Yeah, between me, me, you, and Eric, it would just go back and forth non-fucking-stop. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I'm right and you're... Never mind. <laughs> oh, uh, fun fact about that before we uh, go over that. Uh, Elden Ring is now the most awarded game of all time. It surpassed The Last of Us 2. So, uh, actually, when you were talking about how uh, El- God of War won more things than Elden Ring, it's not true anymore. <laughs> Wait, were there more game awards that happened? I Apparently there were. I don't know what awards it won, but supposedly it is now the most awarded game ever. I'm just baffled that the benchmark was The Last of Us 2. A game that I have many issues with. <laughs> well, that's I mean, fine. Anyway, anyway, yeah, we, can, we, we can move on. Congrats to Elden Ring. Woo! I mean, it's, it's not... It, it, it deserves it. But, like, God of War was better. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so... I was actually kind of hard-pressed to figure out games that we both played this year. That came out this year. Mm-hmm. Beyond Pokemon Arceus. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of the games I played this year were older ones that I had just finally gotten to. Like, I just I just started playing Cyberpunk this year. Yeah. Well, didn't Spelunky 2 come out this year? Uh, I, It's been out for... It, it came out at least last year. So I, I'm not super... Uh, new on that yeah but uh the options are pokemon rcs bayonetta 3 sonic frontiers kirby in the forgotten land and morbius uh morbius just had the best gameplay (laughs) it was really really intuitive easy this is the dumbest joke i've ever put in anything (laughs) This is the, the, the dumbest fucking joke. The joke, by the way, is that Morbius is in every category. I'm sorry to break it to the audience. I don't know if they understood the complexity of this joke. Yeah, just like the complexity category. that went into making Morbius. Yeah. Wake up, sheeple. But, but uh, I kind of want to... I think it goes to Arceus. Um, in terms of Arceus was really really fun it's fucking what Pokemon needed so badly like I I love Sonic Frontiers Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of issues with that game that keep it from perfection and 
Kirby and the Forgotten Land was so goddamn good. Yeah. But I, like, I, I should play that game sometime. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure all the fun I had from it, most of the fun that, like, the reason I loved it so much is because I played it with my girlfriend. So, mm-hmm. I feel like if I played it alone, I wouldn't have such great memories of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that, that that's fair. Meanwhile, like, Arceus was just, like, so new and fresh. Yeah. And... Uh, like it, it has a very simple gameplay loop like with the catching Pokemon but it works so well and it like it especially works perfectly for Pokemon yeah and I think that's also a reason why I hate I, I'm not a big a fan of Scarlet and Violet is yeah. because like Arceus did so much right and the only thing it needed was a better open world mm-hmm. and better graphics and, and, and they, a better story <laughs> and a better story and they and they just didn't they made it worse. They yeah. made it worse. Like, there are some of the innovations from Arceus in Scarlet Violet, especially, like, the open-world feel and, like, Pokemon in the overworld and just, like, um, being able to, like, throw your Pokemon at the wild Pokemon. But then there's a lot of things that they just, like, step back from. Like, it's way harder to catch Pokemon and, like, the battles are way slower again for some reason. Even though, like, they, it felt so nice with battles being, like, so much more quick in Arceus. Like, that, that was amazing. And they yeah. step back from that, and the battles are, like, really, really slow again. Catching Pokemon takes an eternity, whereas it was so fast in Arceus. And it wasn't like... In Arceus, you still threw out your Pokemon to battle. Mm-hmm. So it was, like... Uh, yeah, it, it, it's weird that they would have reverted that when, like, they already had it in a game that came out, like, half a year before. Yeah. I don't get... I don't get it, but, like... At, I had to see this after Rhea said, but Sneakerella has a ninety-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. What? What? No, that's not that's not real, right? That's that not real. That can't be right. That can't be right. I I I think that's Rotten Tomatoes playing a practical joke. That can't be accurate. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not accurate. I don't. I mean, like, I ha, we I gotta say Arceus because the only one both of us have played. Yeah, sure. I want to. Pl- I want to say it's Kirby, but you haven't played Kirby. <laughs> if, if you think Kirby is like significantly better than Arceus, I'll I'll totally accept it for 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 your game of the year outside the big dogs. Yeah, I mean it. It, it is better. I think Sonic Frontiers could have been like was up there definitely, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like the ending kind of the ending sucked. <laughs> And the controls, like, were a little off. There was just little things with it that, like, kind of made it a struggle and not as fun as Kirby. But it's still a fun game. The final boss being a QTE, though, sucks. That's fucking sucks. If you're not playing on hard mode, the final boss is a QTE. Wait, if you're not playing on hard, that's fucking lame. <laughs> that's really playing, lame. If you're playing on hard mode, the final boss is an Ikaruga clone. You've never heard of Ikaruga, have you? No, no, I haven't. I don't know what that is. It's this game on the Dreamcast. It was a shmup. Oh, um, okay, okay. And the whole gimmick of it was, if you press B, you would flip the ship and change the color, and you would avoid different types of bullets depending on what color okay. you were. Mm-hmm. That's a. Essentially, what it was. That's that. So that's what that final boss is. Essentially, that. 
if yeah. you're only if you're on the hardest difficult, that's fucked. That's fucked. It's, it's so stupid. But like, I'm planning on going through and getting an S rank in all the cyberspace levels. So mm-hmm. it, like, it's doing something right if I want yeah, to do that. It, it, it's a, it must be a good game if you want to go back and replay it. Yeah. Uh. So that was best. Let's talk about what we're looking forward to. In... Oh yeah. Well, actually, before we go on. I would just like to point out that in the best games of 2023, there was a noticeable absence. What's that? I don't know if you noticed this, Griffin, but Silk Song didn't come out. <sighs> I'm so sad, dude. I'm so sad. I am the happiest human on the planet. <laughs> I win! I win! I'm a loser for believing in Silk Song. It's all my fault. (laughs) For those of you who did not know, we had a bet from like the beginning of this year, of last year, where if Silk Song came out in 2023, I would buy it for him. And if it didn't, he would buy it for me. And. Oh boy, was I so nervous this past month. Oh, I can't believe it. You were fine. You were you were fucking fine. They let you down, I, man. They I, let you down. I'm not even sad I lost the bet. Like like I'm I'm fine with with losing the bet. I'm just fucking sad that Silk Song didn't come out this year. Like I cannot believe that it didn't come out in 2023. It's so sad. They've yeah, been working on this game for like fucking 5 plus years. I can't believe it. Like it also seems like it's really close to being done because there's a whole bunch of stuff that xboxes are releasing talking about silk song that like there's still not a release date for it we still don't know when the fuck is coming out but like it seems like it's fucking done it's been worked on forever we've seen like a good amount of gameplay from it we just don't know why it's not out yet and like yeah this is not me being like a complaining fan telling team sherry to fucking hurry up it's just like have better communication have like you know, if the game's not coming out for another half a year, just put the de- just put the date that's coming out, like just ma- put that out there. Like that's okay. Yeah, they had a report being like, "Oh, it's coming out within a year." Yeah. Like if you know that, why don't you give us the release date? Yeah. It, it, and then like if you have to push it back another month or something, then do that. Like that was what El- Eldering pushed it back a month, like pretty shortly before the game came out. If you gotta do that, fucking do it. Sure, that's fine. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's, it's frustrating. It's so sad, and I'm so sad. How does it, how do my nuts taste, dude? <laughs> Tell me, how does it feel to be on your own? <laughs> a, a complete unknown. Well, actually, this is a good segue, because it's what we're looking forward to yeah. in 2023. For things that are actually going to come out in 2023, we promise for real this time. Yep. Silk All Song right. is on this list. Silk Song is... I'm looking forward to it so much. It's going to come out in 2023. It's it fucking has to. going to come out in 2023. There's, there's. I mean, if it doesn't, then that means that, like, because Xbox was literally telling people in, what was it, like, August or something, that Stoke Song was going to come out within the next year, which would mean 2023 at the latest. If it doesn't, that just means that, like, they'd had fucking incorrect information. Yeah. And, like... I'm not even willing to bet against you on this one. It, it's coming out. It absolutely is coming yeah. out. Yeah, and 
like i already know it's going to be so goddamn good like people are going to be disappointed people who are super big fans of hollow knight the first game are going to be so are, are going to be disappointed no matter what because it's not hollow knight but it's it's going to be a really good game like i know that already oh absolutely i have no doubt it's going to be a great game uh but uh we also have sonic the hedgehog 3 Woo! the movie the movie which is going to be three. it is going to be a good movie i feel it in me boons me boons and there is also going to be morbius 2 for sure definitely more morbin uh-huh yeah and personally what i'm most looking forward to is zelda god zelda tears of the kingdom coming out this year i cannot fucking wait like i'm sorry is it even a debate (laughs) for most anticipated not really like for me it's probably split between zelda and silk song but zelda for sure is the bigger game Mm -hmm. god it's gonna be so fucking good breath the wild is so goddamn good i cannot wait for the sequel there were such minor things with breath of the wild they needed to fix and they're probably gonna fix them with this Mm -hmm. and i'm very excited the only thing i'm disappointed in is again it's it's not the co-op one (laughs) yeah why is it not the co-op one (laughs) why can we still not play a zelda (laughs) i don't fucking get it i don't fucking get it i really don't but it's going to be just Oh, it's gonna be a grand old time. I can feel it. Mm-hmm. And with that, that is all of the external stuff we wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. But there is one more category that we have on this list. Should should we save this for next time, or should we just do it now? Because I want to make sure we have enough time for it. We have like four minutes. What do you think? <sighs> Let's do it. If we run long, run long, then fuck it. Yeah, it's not. It's not going to be that much longer. Yeah. So these are the best stories that happened in 2022. Either we've talked about them, or they just fucking happened. Yeah. <laughs> and this was a fucking weird year because there were a lot, like a surprisingly large amount of insane stories that happened that we talked about that were just either just mind blowing or like incredible or fucking insane they just make you feel like you're living in a simulation exactly like the top one on this list the white rabbit story that happened Mm -hmm. in wwe that made me go insane for a month (laughs) that was one of the craziest things i ever witnessed in my life the the whole youtube page with a 15 year old video really sold it for me that was insane the fucking string they were dragging you along on for so long for like multiple weeks when there would be like a release every friday of like new information yeah all to announce the return of bray wyatt who still has not wrestled a match on television (laughs) he will soon he's wrestling at the royal rumble so i'm I'm excited to watch that but he he wrestled a match in a non-televised event Then there was the Twitter collapse, which was your thing that you love to follow. God, we, we were following this for like way longer than we expected because we thought like there would only be news about this right after Elon bought Twitter, and you'd be like, "Ah, will be some funny stories." Then we realized it was like a complete fucking meltdown. 
of like everything at Twitter, including like all of the fucking employees leaving, and it's being run by like a skeleton crew right now. As Elon has like public meltdown, like one after another on Twitter. Elon has lost like two billion dollars, yeah, I think, or it, something. The the site is hemorrhaging money, like millions of dollars every day. Uh, there was like the whole fiasco with all the fucking check marks that no people still don't know what's happening. Like there, there's now currently like three different types of check marks and like two different colors, and they they all mean different things. He's an idiot. He's an yeah. idiot. It's like eventually it's just going to return to what it was before, which is that like there's a, a specific check mark that you give to people that are like a specific like famous. Um, site or like a famous person or celebrity so that they stand out which is the purpose of a fucking check mark in the beginning but whatever yeah that was a fucking bizarre story that was insane then oh we never even talked about the fact that like he put up a poll and he was like should i stay the ceo of twitter and everyone said no and he was just like fuck you like it's like, it's like no it was just the haters that voted on it not the people that use twitter who all actually wanted to respond to that tweet uh to that poll and then he was like in the future, I'm going to make it so that only people who paid for Twitter can answer the poll, which is a fucking great strategy to cut out, like, 90% of the people who use the site. Oh, absolutely. He's a, he's a moron. Yeah. And then there was also the fact that people were mad that they made the green M&M less sexy. Oh, my. This was an insane story that I forgot about until I, I sent it to you. <laughs> that, it was crazy. Uh, it was apparently a big news story that... They okay by made the green M M&M and M less sexy. We mean they literally changed her shoes because that's the only characteristic that she fucking has. People are mad because this made her quote unquote less sexy. Specifically, Tucker Carlson. Yeah, which is insane. I I, I advise you to go and like look up like Tucker Carlson sexy M and Ms because like we cannot do his like his actual quote justice without like reading it directly from it but he was like he, he literally said like like i no longer want to take the the m&ms out on a date and there's something wrong with that it's like dude what are you fucking talking about i don't think that's the issue <laughs> yeah why are you so mad that you don't want to that you don't want to take the m&ms out on a date anymore what is wrong with you <laughs> also is is our the loss of go-go boots and the the change of it to sneakers it's not like the character changed like yeah no but no but you see they've made her less sexy <laughs> oh my fucking god then then there was all the stuff with henry cavill where it was like oh he's getting man of steel 2 oh he's leaving the witcher because he has man of steel 2 coming up oh he's not superman anymore <laughs> Th that was a fucking that was a barrage of news that was all just completely conflicting. Yeah. And then there was, like, people being like, he was difficult to work with on The Witcher. And it turns out the reason he was difficult to work with was because, like, he wanted them to follow the source material. He was just being a, like, genuinely, he was just being a fucking total nerd about it. <laughs> and, and he was like, no, actually, you guys are doing this wrong. And they, the, the show producers didn't like that, and they were annoyed with him for, like, telling them what the correct thing to do for the story was. Why didn't they listen to him? Like, seriously? <laughs> and 
And now Liam Hemsworth is going to be in the show, and the show's going to be awful. Yeah, but, it, won't be the, it, won't, it won't be the same without an annoying guy running around correcting people. Rhea, are you really offended by the green M&M? <laughs> oh, she lost uh, all her sex appeal. I can't believe it. Yeah. What will the liberals come for next? <laughs> <laughs> oh, then there was the uh, everything with Morbius. Like it, it's on here for a reason. It's because the internet fucking pranked them to put it back at theaters, where it made like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, the full story of Morbius, and we've talked about it in previous episodes, uh, in its entirety when it was happening, but is fascinating it was a really shitty movie that nobody wanted to see that came out in theaters and then promptly came out of theaters pretty quickly because again no one wanted to fucking see it then became an icon through memes and the like morbing time memes and some fucking talking heads at a, at the the company um that made morbius were like sony. holy shit yeah sony they're like like morbius is trending morbid time is trending like the people want to see this movie like they like you know it, it must have gotten popular just because of like meme power like we could we could this is a serious opportunity to make some money and like get get uh get butts and seats like we like people want to see morbius whether it's ironically or not people want to see morbius and morbius went back into theaters and no one fucking saw it <laughs> it did absolutely horribly when it, it came back for so a second funny. time it was the worst idea ever, and it was inspired purely by fucking memes that were, like, ironic about how good the movie was, how it was, like, the best movie of all time. <laughs> oh, my God. We fucking trolled an entire multi-million dollar company. It's fucking morbing time. Oh, my God. Then there was the Bill Clinton kid. Yeah, this is also a new um, revelation from the Game Awards. When the biggest moment of the night, which was like the giving out of the Game of the Year award, was overshadowed by this fucking random kid just walking up on stage and nominating the award in the name of Reformed Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton. And that is a quote. That is a quote from that child. Oh my god. Wait, what is it, Rio? What did, what did you want to He was immortalized. I, I still can't believe... And like... The fact that like people like were like, oh, this kid is going to be, like, people are gonna like follow this kid's example. Mm -hmm. I've not heard shit about this kid since. Yeah. But something that happened like a few days ago, honestly, which is Andrew Tate getting arrested <laughs> because uh, on human trafficking charges. Like, yeah. did you know that? Yeah, holy fuck. Like, that and is the, fucking, it, like, insane. And it, that was, like, the news story that closed out the year. Yeah, but the the insane part is him not, is not just the fact that he got arrested for that. The insane part is how he got caught. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, do you want to explain the, the this very, very stupid way? Oh, I thought you'd never ask. So, I don't know exactly what started it, but Andrew Tate got into some Twitter beef with fucking Greta Thunberg. Is that how you say her name? Yeah, yeah. The, the, kid, that... That ev the, kid, the 12 year old kid that nobody's letting have a childhood 
because for some reason she's become the face of environmental safety. Yeah, um, of environmental activism. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, let that let that kid have a life. Like, fucking stop putting her on a pedestal. Don't try and fucking beef with her on Twitter. Yeah, he started beef with her on Twitter for some unknown reason, and. Her response, which is one of the most viewed tweets of all time, and also a great fucking response. Hats off to Greta, by the way. She handled this like a fucking champion. Yeah, very admirably, considering that he just fucking started just beefing with her on Twitter for no real reason at all. Like, this wasn't in response to anything. He just wanted to fucking start shit with her for no reason. Yeah, he, she was like, all right, you can email me all that stuff at smalldickenergy.com or mm-hmm. some shit like that. But, and... Basically, that insulted Andrew Tate's honor. So he made a full fucking weird video. (laughs) Basically shitting on Greta. But in the video, he gets pizza delivered to him. Mm -hmm. And from that pizza box, they were able to pinpoint where he was. And then proceed to arrest him. Yeah. So Greta Greta Thunberg, again, sorry if I mispronounced her name is not only an environmental activist, she is now a consultant for detectives. Like, yeah. She fucking managed to get him arrested by the fucking Romanian police. Apparently it was that they needed like evidence that he was in the country. Um, and that pizza place is like a, remote, a Romanian pizza place, so it was enough evidence that they needed to raid his house and arrest him. Just absolute wild wild so insane which of these is the best story of 2022 fuck and i'm telling you this is a tough decision because there is good good competition but for me it goes to morbius it goes to morbid time just the, the the fucking fact like the andrew tate shit is insane and just like should not happen the fucking uh elon musk buying buying twitter and all the fallout from that is insane but like you had to fucking be involved with when morbius was trending and then fucking some idiot at the production company was like we know what we gotta do (laughs) you know what i was originally gonna say the twitter collapse was the best story Mm -hmm. but I kind of, but Morbius was in every category. I kind of want it to win one. <laughs> it's got to win something, right? It, it can't just get all the nominations. And you're 100% correct. Holy shit. That was an insane move on their part. It didn't make its money the first time. Let's do it again. <laughs> this is, we know this is what the people want this time. It'll be good. Oh my God. We are, it's just been a crazy 2020. We're about to go in our thir- into our third year of doing this, which I cannot mm-hmm. believe. But next week, we will be back doing news and up-to-date stuff. We'll cover what we missed from this week and everything. Woo. But, yeah, thank you guys so much for stopping by. We will be back. This year is going to be better than ever with our new logos and everything. Never fucking mention those, but we have them. Let's uh, fucking go. Excited for the new year. Yeah. So, Mom's calling us up for dinner. So until next time, see ya and get out of our house. Thank you. Happy New Year.